you can make plans. When Hugh Hefner has a master plan for you, you do what he tells you to do. But don't be surprised when things don't go as expected. That was crazy. I didn't expect that at all. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, January 22nd. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. In a slow weekend at the box office, Mean Girls held on to the top spot, earning another $11.7 million. The Beekeeper, Wonka, Anyone But You, and Migration filled out the top five. Speaking of Mean Girls, there's only one person in this world Regina George supports herself, obviously. Well, Rachel McAdams proved that point by showing up for her fellow Regina in a surprise Saturday Night Live cameo this weekend. In a move that Gretchen Wieners would describe as so fetch, the actress who originally terrorized North Shore High as the head plastic in 2004's Mean Girls delighted the entire live audience with a single sentence. Have a listen as the studio audience realizes it's McAdams. Must have been a really cool moment for Rap, who is a self-professed superfan of McAdams, who, by the way, popped back up in a sketch later in the show. Be sure to check out our recap at EW.com. And speaking of SNL, filmmaker Jason Reitman is developing SNL 1975, a movie at Sony Pictures about the earliest days of Saturday Night Live. And the project has found its Lorne Michaels. EW has confirmed that the SNL co-creator and head honcho will be played by Gabrielle LaBelle, who is no stranger to portraying young versions of legendary entertainment moguls. He is best known for playing a character inspired by Steven Spielberg's childhood in The Fablemans. Meanwhile, licorice pizza star Cooper Hoffman will play Dick Ebersol, the NBC exec who helped shepherd the development of SNL, and Rachel Sinnott from Bottoms and Shiva Baby will play Rosie Schuster, the longtime SNL writer who was married to Michaels from 1971 to 1980. The movie will focus on the behind-the-scenes drama leading up to the very first SNL broadcast on October 11, 1975. Reitman, who once directed a three-part digital short for SNL, is writing the screenplay alongside Gil Keenan. The duo conducted extensive interviews with cast and crew members who worked on SNL in its first year. The flight attendant will not take off again. The Kaylee Cuoco-led series, based on the Chris Bojalian novel of the same name, has been canceled after two seasons at max. And a New Mexico grand jury has indicted Alec Baldwin on an involuntary manslaughter charge stemming from the fatal 2021 shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of the Western film Rust, reviving a criminal case against the actor and producer. Baldwin was indicted Friday after special prosecutors Carrie T. Morrissey and Jason J. Lewis brought the case before a Santa Fe grand jury earlier in the week, that according to the Associated Press. EW has reached out to Morrissey and Lewis for comment, as well as Baldwin's legal team. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, including our coverage of the 2024 Sundance Film Festival, as well as our predictions for tomorrow's Oscar nominations, head to EW.com. Beware high-profile criminals. 
John Walsh is back on the case with today's number three pick, America's Most Wanted. Now, the show was revived in 2021 with host Elizabeth Vargas, and the second season is set to debut tonight, but with John Walsh back in the host chair, or I guess back casually seated on the edge of a desk while people scuttle around behind him. Anyway, Walsh, the show's original host, will share hosting duties this time around with his son, Callahan. The show, which is credited with helping in dozens of missing children cases during its original run, will spend time this season focused on missing children, including the upcoming premiere, which tells the story of Luis and Camila Ramirez, a five-year-old boy and his six-month-old sister who were taken from an Arizona park in 2018. Here's a preview. Before the podcast, before the documentaries, there was America's Most Wanted. The show that brought true crime to TV is back with the man who started it all. I'm John Walsh, host of America's Most Wanted. We're more connected than ever, and you can help solve cases like never before. This time, I'm bringing in my son Callahan to help. Well, at a time when true crime podcasts and docuseries are pretty much inescapable, it makes sense that Walsh's show is making another go. You can see if the show that started it in 1988 still has it tonight at 8 on Fox, following the series debut of TMZ Investigates. It's trivia time. At the time of its cancellation in 2011, America's Most Wanted was the longest-running show in Fox's history, with 24 seasons under its belt. In the time since its cancellation, what show surpassed it as Fox's longest-running show? Is it The Simpsons, Wheel of Fortune, or Fox and Friends? Stick around for the answer. Number two. If you thought there couldn't possibly be enough material for a second season of our number two pick, guess again. The Playboy Murders is a true crime series that digs into murder mysteries that intersect with Playboy. The second season promises a connection with the Charles Manson murder and other famous cases, but starts in the late 90s with twins Sandy and Mandy Bentley, who were famous for being live-in friends of Hugh Hefner. However, when one of them got involved with a financier in Vegas, things started to spiral. There's a Ponzi scheme, stolen jewels, and as the title would suggest, murder. Here is host Holly Madison previewing another of this season's episodes. One of the stories we're covering this season is the story of Dorothy Stratton. It's a very famous case, but we wanted to dive even deeper into it than ever before. When Hugh Hefner has a master plan for you, you do what he tells you to do. He saw what all of us saw, this sweet little magical being with a big heart. He was a Marilyn Monroe type and needed someone to protect her. Her very rapid rise to stardom triggered jealousy that ended up as the ultimate tragedy. He didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming. Well, all of the lurid stories start tonight when the Playboy Murders debuts at 10 on ID. It's also available to stream on Max. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, 
everyone. I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, 10 years ago today, Broad City made its debut. Abby Jacobson and Alana Glazer's New York-based comedy popped onto Comedy Central and became a near-instant hit with a unique portrayal of millennial life in New York. Here's a clip of Abby being mugged by Steve Buscemi. Go to your balance now. Okay, Come on. I'm just not doing very well right Do now. Do it! Okay, okay. Oh my God, is this a joke? No, I'm having a rough time right now. Let me see your savings. I canceled it because it was costing me like six bucks a month and it wasn't really doing me any good, so. That's your total equity? $374? Are you kidding me? You gotta keep more money in your bank account than that! No, I know. What if there's an emergency? What if the economy all of a sudden tanks? What are you gonna do? I'm not sure. Wow. You're giving me advice, you're mugging me right now, so. At least I'm proactive about my finances. Broad City premiered a decade ago, January 22nd, 2014. The series is available to stream on Hulu and Paramount+. Plus. Last year, we watched as Joey Graziday had his heart broken by bachelorette Charity Lawson. Well, now the dreamy 28-year-old tennis pro is ready to bounce back as The Bachelor, today's number one pick. But will his journey to find love end in a perfect match? This is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Was a once-in-a-lifetime person. I don't think I've ever met anybody like you. What I'm looking for is something so real that anyone can feel it, they can see it, and it gets me excited to think about it. On tonight's season premiere of The Bachelor, Joey will meet the 32, yeah, 32 women hoping to become his wife, including a pair of sisters, a woman who grew up on a Christmas tree farm, and Leia, the contestant Joey and Bachelor Nation met during last year's After the Final Rose special. I'm the daughter of two incredibly hardworking immigrant parents from the Philippines. I want someone that's very family-oriented that I can build with as a partner. Oh, a doubles partner, perhaps? Well, tune in for the 28th season premiere of The Bachelor tonight at 8 on ABC. Finally, today, the answer to our trivia question. When Fox canceled America's Most Wanted in 2011, it was the network's longest-running show at 24 seasons. Since that time, what show has taken its place as Fox's longest-running series? The Simpsons, Wheel of Fortune, or Fox and Friends? Well, Wheel of Fortune isn't even on Fox, and Fox and Friends has only been on the air since 1998. The current title holder... Of course, it's The Simpsons. And if you knew that, I'm sure you can relate to Homer. I am too smart. I am too smart. 
I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. Well, that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Kristen Baldwin, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to Watch.